0: Welcome to Locally Sourced Joey. Today I'm chatting with Jolene Jernigan, who is a writer for the Austinite, runs Eat Like Blogger, Drink Like Poet, does travel writing. She does a lot of things. If you want to know anything going on in Austin, I would highly recommend following Jolene because she seems to know everything. I don't even know where some of these places are, but she's like, here's where you need to go, here's when you need to do it, and here's all the cool things that you can see while you're there. So I would highly recommend following her, especially listening to this episode because we're chatting all kinds of different things, including some Halloween costume ideas and some cool parties going on. I'm just saying, if you don't have your Halloween plans, I know I certainly don't. I'm planning just a sheet over the head, two eye holes, being a Charlie Brown ghost. Please don't give me a rock if I go trick-or-treating though, but otherwise it's going to be a wonderful time. We also chat about a super fun thing that I was first introduced to and introduced to y'all if you're dedicated listeners on this podcast several years ago barstool poetry and we got to bring that back because when you can write and interact with people especially while you're enjoying a few drinks I mean what is wrong with that but I don't want to bore you with too much so let's just hop on in and chat with Jolene here we go
1: What's life? What's Hi. life like in your Hi. world? Life is pretty bonkers. <laughs> my friend calls it life in a blender. So
0: oh. <laughs> just always
1: yeah. on the go. Yeah, doing all the things. Um, as you know, I write for the Austinot and some other local publications and some uh, paid blog writing and have my own blog that I never update, <laughs> Eat Like Blogger, Drink Like Poet. And I also, I do travel writing and I'm going to read next month at One Page Salon, the Ooh. first Tuesday of the month at North Door little literary nice. event. Yeah. So that's fun. I've read there a couple of times. What are you reading? I have a story, but I now that I have a little time, I'm going to go back through and see if that's really the sexiest, funniest one. Because, I mean, it's really good to be funny there because I feel like they get tons of different genres of things. Mm. Uh, but that, I mean, that's kind of my voice anyway, right? Like sure. you, you go traveling and that's kind of how I develop that travel writer's voice, I think is. You go and live in these different countries. This is before Facebook and, and cell phones and everything. And What's that like? It was like <laughs> I wrote a dinosaur to work. <laughs> but yeah, so you know, you go and I would just go and you're in this totally different culture. Maybe you spoke the language, may, like in Mexico, I did. Maybe you didn't, like in Seoul, I didn't. And mm. you know, so you're just like kind of inundated with like this different culture, different culture. You know, new environment, all of these like kind of challenges every day. I tend to thrive in those environments, but it takes a while, you know, because you have to go through it and like, there's always going to be something that just sucks. And you're like, man, this is (laughs) terrible. I had a bad day or, you know, and so then there's kind of, I would go and find a spot, you know, I would always find a spot, usually a little bar, uh, and go and sit at the bar and write letters home, kind of like conversationally, like I'm, so, you know, that type of thing like so it's like you know kind of take the 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 crazy crappy thing that happened to you and make it really funny for your friends back home because i just think who wants to read a letter like i'm in korea and life is (laughs) hard this is sad no i'm like they want to read something that's hilarious i'm like oh my god i had the craziest corny dog today and a one-eyed witch served it to me you know like (laughs) (laughs) so you know you just kind of like develop this kind of funny voice and so that's more my travel writing voice like that and so yeah
0: is that kind of your first, was that your first foray into writing?
1: Well, I've kind of always had that. I a you know, I'm an English nerd. I'm a grammar nerd. I, I got my first poem published in fourth grade. Very nice. And Do you remember what it was kind of a big deal? What was it called? What oh, yeah. It, it was yeah. about spring and it was like. On the first day in May, la, 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 butterfly. A da, true da, classic, yes. Yeah, so. yeah, super classic, super fourth grade. And uh, so, yeah, and I always wrote out little stories. Like I recently came across a bunch of the notebooks and, you know, just like there was a donkey named Punky and, you know, <laughs> <laughs> just silly stuff. So, yeah, I mean, I've always loved writing and that's been my thing. I'm an English major and then I taught English. That's why I was traveling and living over abroad for so many years and mm-hmm teaching esl or efl whichever and uh so yeah i'm just kind of always been in that space and then my previous job was in educational publishing but i was like the content manager content um lead for you know several teams but you just never get to see that writing because it's super secure because it's educational and so it's like boards of education and stuff so yeah so it, it was nice to be able to kind of transition through the Austinot into something more enjoyable. Like I'd already read at One Page Salon that fall before I left my old company. And then that summer before I left, I started writing for the Austinot, which has now been three years. And
0: we will get to that shortly. But yeah, since you mentioned you're an English major, I feel like everyone <laughs> who has a, e- either an English major or some sort of writing background has either... A favorite word or a favorite weird rule about the English language. So, what do you
1: have? Oh, wow! So many good words. Like that one's hard. I I have more of a favorite word in Spanish. Oh, yeah, I love libélula,
0: and it for means our, our dragonfly. Oh, yes. because it's
1: really hard to say. Because accents, you want to say libélula, libélula <laughs> is really hard for me to say. Libélula, we were like swimming. We were at the we marched through the jungle to this these locals in palenque took us through somebody's <laughs> private property <laughs> to go see the birth it's of the river fine, new Tutun. yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, so we were swimming in these waterfalls and the r- river new to and the dragonfly kept playing over i'm like oh i like it so much what is what do you call this what do you call this and they kept saying it but i kept saying it wrong so i don't know i just <laughs> to me that's like one of my favorite words of all time because it's so pretty too right yeah, yeah. i like it it flows. And I think, yeah,
0: it flows. nicely, exactly, yeah.
1: Yeah, I like butterfly too, but I like it because it's so funny in all the different languages. You mm-hmm. know, it's like so pretty in so many, and then you come to German, right? Do you know German?
0: <laughs> I, 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 nine.
1: Yeah, nine. <laughs>
0: it's all I like got, right? yeah.
1: Okay, but you know, like it's papillon in, in French mm-hmm. and butterfly in English and
0: mariposa in spanish mariposa yeah, yeah. in
1: spanish and then it's <laughs> schmetterling in german which is just funny like i just love languages and language it's so fun schmetterling i'm like oh yeah that's also pretty it just sounds like
0: you're scolding someone but...
1: <laughs> well i made a scoldy face too for those of you at home, yes yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah
0: i guess if you said it with a smile maybe yeah
1: schmetterling
0: It's all in the tone, all in the intonation. (laughs) You can make it sound bad in the other languages, too. Yeah. I like it. I like it. Yes. All right. So you're at the Austin now. It's been three years. Do you remember the very first thing you wrote?
1: I do. Yeah. It was uh, three new South Austin places with a classic Austin vibe. Oh. And they were Toss Pizza, which is still around and doing really well. That used
0: to be our, uh, when I played Austin Sports and Social, kickball. That was our our hangout spot. It was right by the... South Austin Recreation Fields, and nothing, nothing says. I used to live
1: right across the street. Baseball,
0: kickball-like. Yeah. Let me get some pizza and
1: wings and beer. Let me get some pizza and wings and beer. Yeah, I used to live just right up the street. I mean, I would walk there. And that's how I got my idea for an article on Austin Sports and Social, which I wrote later, because I met some of those people at Toss. Very nice. Yeah, so it was Toss and the Little Darling that I still love today, and they are killing it. Yeah. And uh, Delicious, which we loved, but it closed and then it became Artista Rosso, which is also oh, yeah. closed. So it's kind of a, a tough location. I think the rent
0: is a cursed super one. high.
1: <laughs> Let's not go that far. But yeah. It doesn't. I just
0: like curses. I'm sorry. Curses.
1: <laughs> it is October. Yes. It's yes. the witching Spooky.
0: Month. Spooky. Do you have your Spooky. Halloween costume planned?
1: You know what? I went to the Mermaid Ball a couple weekends ago what? in San Marcos. And so, yeah, I'm going to be a mermaid <laughs> for everything pretty much from now on. <laughs> for all costumes. I'm going be a mermaid for my birthday which is next week. Like, I'm going to be a mermaid for Halloween. I'm going to be a mermaid. I'm going to try and go to an extra Halloween parties this oh, year yeah. just to rock my mermaid outfit. I'm going to be a mermaid for Surreal Sea which is so dope and it's like totally appropriate because sea it's the ocean. <laughs> That's a fantastic party. Have you been?
0: I have not, no. I feel like I'm very much missing out though by you, not going.
1: You really, okay. really are. Okay. Yeah. okay. Just a big neon lit up glass and everything's lit. I mean, it's lit up like just neon, literally yeah. neon. Like they make all the big neon signs in town. Oh, yeah. yeah. And, uh, you know, like the big, uh, the Mardi sign, the ACL guitar they did, you know, they, maintain all the big neons and, and mm-hmm. make them and so they just decide let's do something fun so last year like you had to walk through like this gigantic angler fish head with like these crazy teeth and oh, you know, dry ice or smoke coming out and big glass eyes and then it had like a like the ribs were like you know kind of like neon like light blue neon like just and you walk through like wow. the whole body and everything. And that was just <laughs> that was just the entrance. Like it was, it's insane and it's so fun. It's November 9th. Okay, I'm not. November I don't work from, but I am writing it. Sure, sounds then, like so you do. <laughs> I just get excited about things. You get five
0: dollars for think, every every person you refer. I,
1: I wish. <laughs> <laughs> hey, give me my money. <laughs> no, you know you know how I am. I mean, you know that's how we are, right? We get excited about things. That is that's true. Why we're bloggers. We're that like, is true. I just know something cool can i tell you can i like, share yeah
0: it? it's it's interesting too how it's things i would think i'm like not super interested in. i'm like yeah i guess that sounds all right i'll check it out and then i go and i'm like this is awesome yeah. this is so crazy right and so love it yeah. love our little city
1: i do too yeah. it's, a, it's a good place to get excited about there's always something going on and i love that people always show up for it in this town yes Which is you know nice. it's yeah. really important yeah,
0: it's not like everywhere else I've been. It's just me alone. Yeah, all the time.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It's very sad. No, it's not so sad. It's not so sad. You're I sad. but I feel like I see you popping up on all different kinds of Austinot things. You were on KXAN recently. Is that where you were?
1: Yeah, yeah, on yeah, Studio Five One Two. So I did that uh, for them every other month. I've been in it for about two and a half years since yeah our former lead blogger left, and so now our current lead blogger Bill Tucker does it he, he and i alternate months so nice so yeah. are
0: you do you feel like you have your tv voice down or is it still like oh there's a camera i don't know if i like this so much
1: oh no i've <laughs> been laughing since i saw the clip from this past week because <laughs> i'm just like too comfortable i mean i they're so nice first of all rosie and stephanie and the the whole super amanda before them you know and the whole studio 512 cast is mm-hmm. Just they're all super sweethearts. So they make you feel super comfortable. And the first time you kind of go in and there's this giant camera in your face. And, the, you know, it's like a moving robotic oh, yeah. giant camera and all the, And you're like, oh, well, I could either be nervous about this. But, like, do I want this or do I want to go back into, like, educational publishing in the corporate world? And I'm like, <laughs> I want this. So I was just like, and the first one was about, you know, my Five favorite east side patios to drink on and i've been like i have been preparing for this moment <laughs> since i was 19 drinking on patios yeah. man that's my thing i think so, that helps too like if does. you're
0: comfortable on the, yeah. like if you were like hey give me a dissertation about right uh, about anglerfish even i'd just be like uh <laughs> yeah that
1: would be harder you're
0: in headlights yeah
1: i know yeah but so i think i've always had a little bit of public speak i mean not always but you know i mean in yeah, since maybe college. I mean, you know, I took yeah. a speech class, and as long as you prepare and you're comfortable, that's fine. I mean, and in, in being a teacher mm-hmm. and, you know, then working in educational publishing, having to, like, train teachers and, you know, give, yeah, like, trainings and stuff like that. I mean, I think it's just... Uh, yeah, sure. Yeah, not a big deal for me. Do you but,
0: remember any of the topics of your speeches in your public speaking class? This was one of my favorite college classes. This is why it I like great. asking. If no, they told me I,
1: I, I probably had a career in that <laughs> and I didn't do that because I switched to a smaller liberal arts school nice. that didn't have that as a thing. But um, yeah, I don't.
0: Oh, I remember <laughs> at least two of mine. That's good. Where one of them... Was so one was had to be a persuasive speech. Uh-huh. I'd recently seen Real Big Fish in concert, so I said, "Here's why you should see Real Big Fish in concert." Okay. And the girl that I thought was the smartest in the
1: class, yeah,
0: like they they would write feedback, like everyone would write feedback, sure. and she said, "I'm sold. Where can I get tickets?" And I was like, "Boom! That's a good that's Boom. a good speech. She's in yeah, right. that's right." And then the other one was, I think that it just had to be like some sort of narrative, so you can make it up fully. Yeah. So I did a fictional, like, I ended up in Nickelodeon Studios somehow and was just doing all the game shows, and someone's feedback was along the lines of, oh, did this really happen? And And I was like, no, I didn't go on 14 different game shows in the span (laughs) of, like, a week. Like, come on. Let's just step it. I mean, I would have loved it. That would have been great. But Uh, actually, I don't know. Some of the Nick game shows, I don't don't know know know. if I would have wanted to have been on. Yeah. Like, they're fun to watch, but yeah there's some i mean guts give me all day i'll do guts and legends of the hidden temple all day but some of the other ones I don't,
1: know. I don't
0: know if i need to i don't know i guess wild and crazy kids is just like summer camp too yeah now we're well, just going down a yeah. dark path yeah
1: i think i'm a little further out from college than you are it's possible
0: <laughs> well what was what was the the hot kids teen show i guess when you were not in college but like when you'd be the target audience for that
1: Oh, I, I guess just say, what
0: did you watch growing up?
1: It's probably a better you know, way. I think it. I think it was such a different time. I sound like in my dinosaur, <laughs> but yeah, you know, I mean, you had we didn't have a TV in every room or a device where you could watch TV in every hand. So, so. you had like
0: experiences
1: outside. Yeah, so I had to watch nah, you know nah, stuff like my fan. parents watched and stuff. <laughs> like, oh, lovely. You know, like Charlie's Angels. I mean, that's not bad. That's not yeah. bad. At all. Yeah. <laughs> BJ I, and the Bear. <laughs>
0: Oh, I haven't heard that. In... <laughs> wow. Nice. I like it. I like it. I feel like I'm more. Uh,
1: that was younger than more teens, like, but
0: yeah. Yeah. Like the, the parents, like inspiring. <laughs> um, definitely a huge thing for me musically. Like I'll jam on 60s songs all day.
1: Oh, yeah. All day, every day. Uh, all day.
0: Show wise, yeah. I love it very off track give me, give me that <laughs> but that's, yeah.
1: are we that's how
0: podcasts work though <laughs> we're actually pretty on track we're talking about nickelodeon shows that's which right. is what i told you this podcast would be about there you so go So here we are here we are and uh, what are some of the things maybe that people wouldn't know about the Austinot? let's get the scoop
1: what would you know yeah. what would you want to know well i mean we are all volunteers so we do it for the love of the city and we want people to discover you know we want to support local businesses we're hyper local so you know I mean we do things like day trips and you know so something in San Marcos that's closer to me than Round Rock so I'm fully you know happy to include that if you know but there's like day trips San Marcos or I just wrote about one on the Meadows Center for Water and the Environment because that's super cool and it's all kind of all the water systems, they're kind of hooked up, you know. So, uh, But, yeah, so we're hyper-local, so, you know, it's great if Trader Joe's comes to town. Personally, I'm stoked, but, you know, we're never going to write about it for the Austinite. Sure. And so that's, you know, that's kind of one of our things. And so we volunteer. I mean, we get to do a lot of cool stuff. We can invite it out because it's one of the top-ranked blogs in the city. But, uh, and, you know, Brittany and Eric, our founders, have been, you know, they founded it, I think, in 2011. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, they just... Did it to get themselves like excited about the city and like you know what's cool, what's going on, and um, yeah, and so they're kind of our, our leaders, and we've got a team, you know, like yeah. seven or eight of us, and yeah, it's a it's been a really cool experience.
0: In addition to food, you also cover things like shows, local shows, local bands.
1: Absolutely. What shows, bands, as cultured, someone who is nonprofits. in a band,
0: I always like to hear. Yeah. What, as an audience member, what what makes for a good live? experience?
1: Oh, for me, I, it's just, it's pure energy. Music is pure energy and pure joy. Yeah. Um, You know, I love my soul music and I'm always to be found at Skylark (laughs) or Seaboys. And, you know, if I'm there, I'm just going to be dancing. So, you know, just, (laughs) just, just just look out. (laughs) I'm drinking and dancing and clubbing and yeah, but it's like really this great energy and, you know, it's just like, because you, you give it to the performers hmm. and they give it back to you and yes. you can see them, you know, kind of like feeding off of the energy too. Like from the, the audience, like I've seen someone just like that I know is a better performer than that, just kind of like plummet yeah. Oh, yeah. because there weren't enough people there. The people were just kind of like doing their own thing. And, you know, I just think it's. You know, it's. I think it's important to participate because we're getting so much this amazing live music that we yeah. have in this city. Like we were just talking yesterday, we we're so spoiled. You know, spoiled rotten. Like I'm like twenty bucks see a show. Like I don't have to pay that kind of money. Like it's so expensive, and other people are paying like 180 bucks for a concert ticket. Yeah. and I'm like, oh, I just paid 25 bucks to go see like you know the Black Pumas at Mohawk, and it, they were amazing and blew my mind. So, I do also kind of love that club energy, like. The venue is really important.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I kind of like to be around like a bunch of dancing, writhing, sweating bodies. Yeah. You know, like <laughs> instead of like sitting in my chair primly and properly, because that just isn't, I'm, I'm not very good at that.
0: That's why I don't like shows at <laughs> Coda. I'm like, oh, this band I like. And then the, I see they're playing there and I'm like, oh, uh, yeah, yeah, I don't know.
1: it's just uh, not the same. Now, yeah. ACL Live is kind of the exception. Yeah. such a fantastic venue. And they've done such a great job building it with the sound and the lighting and just the seating. There's Mm -hmm. not a, there's literally not a bad seat in the place. And I mean, you can, it does feel very intimate for a place where a lot of times you're sitting primly and properly, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. I haven't, I don't think I've
0: been to a show there where I was sitting though. I always just wind up on the floor. Mm. (laughs) Well, oh no, I was at a, I was at a podcast recording. My brother, my brother and me. But that's different. That's... Yeah. I don't need to be standing for that. That would be a little strange. Yeah, I feel yeah. like I'm just like right up on stage. Read yeah. the next question. Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah. That would be the dream. Yeah. And see, yeah. I'm like, yeah, I'd rather there. I would rather be in a seat. But I feel like the seats got smaller. My friend said that too. It's like, do they switch out seats? Because it feels like Maybe. they're packing them in more. In. Cause he, he, and he's like, something's going on. And I'm like, I don't know if I just haven't sat up this high before but it did seem like they got some I don't know what's up with that yeah but it's a great venue and but yeah normally you know it's like Seaboy yeah, Skylark AC Live 310 is great yeah. Hotel Volstead is great now that gets super hot in the summer but then that makes it just like kind of crazy intense like you feel like you're practically on stage yeah you practically <laughs> are it's like you're five feet from the stage there, yeah. you know so yeah it's pretty cool or Volstead or Cl- Hotel Vegas whatever they're the same night. <laughs> I said hotel. They're all they're all a, a of you know bodies. I mean. Yeah. It's yeah. fine. Yeah. They, they kind of share stuff over there. Yeah.
0: yeah I, I totally agree about the energy aspect and how the audience sometimes I'll look out and I'm like, I'm glad I'm not in that because it's crazy, but like <laughs> I love it. I love that it's happening. Yeah. But I'm I feel safer up here. <laughs>
1: That's good. How do I That's what, fine. where do you play?
0: Uh well, we're working on some new music right now. Shameless plug for everyone listening. Shameless Burning Years. Listen anywhere you listen to music, and um, and so we've been I'm trying to remember where our, I think our last show was at Mohawk, uh, inside, Fantastic. which was super fun. Yeah, uh, and we've we've done like Barracuda, formerly Holy Mountain, awesome. uh, a lot of places in that area. We've done the yeah. Jimmy Wednesday uh, earlier this year, which is always fun at Swan Dive, and then go to Barbarella for some dancing after. Always good. So, lots of fun little areas. Yeah, yeah
1: that's cool. So, uh, what is it? What, what kind of music is it? I just well, well,
0: well, 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 well. well, well. Uh, we, I, I classify us more as rock now, which is very vague and blanket. I know mm-hmm. earlier on, I think we're more in the pop punk like okay. realm of things, but I'd say more, more rock. Okay. Yeah.
1: Streaming into rock and roll. Yeah. Love some rock and roll. Yeah, I love rock and roll. Yeah, and
0: our drummer sings. We have a singer, but then our drummer also sings, and I also dabble occasionally. <sighs> and if they're listening. They're probably not. They're not huge podcast fans. But if they're listening, let's go back to covering Pony, there you the go. genuine classic, because everyone loves it. You'd love to hear that, right? Like a yeah, little rock classic of Pony. Oh, it's magical. Sherman. Yep, 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 yep. Hope you're listening.
1: That's right. Voice of an Angel. Do you have. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have any other
0: bands you need to shout out? Best show you've seen in oh, Austin?
1: Absolutely. I'm so all about this. So, yeah, but I live, I'm, I'm right, right right in that soul zone right now. Mm-hmm. I live at, like, last Saturday, they had the Soul Sister Saturday at Seaboy. Like the sound of that. <laughs> yeah, all those S's. It was Miss Lavelle White. And then Ms. Mack and the Daddies, who's one of my favorites right now. And then Sugary Soul, who's also one of my favorites. Shree Smith, she's been around for quite some time. And they're like three very different, amazing, you know, soul singers. And uh, that was awesome. And then Tomar and the FCs are always amazing. Yeah. Always. Again, that's just pure energy. Like their professionalism is like through the roof. You know, he's Mm -hmm. just the consummate performer. You know, you just, if you want a long career in music, like, study this guy okay joey <laughs> okay <laughs> taking notes i got yeah, my notebook yeah and the black pumas of course are just i mean i know they're like blowing up hugely internationally now but it's just like amazing how they all came from all these different bands in different places and you know i adrian casada put them all together and he's had he's so good at that he's so good at like oh i think you know you need like lauren and angela the soul supporters yeah. to to back up eric's voice you know eric's lead voice because he's got this beautiful strong voice and you know this, very unique style and sound and you know and he was like well I'm gonna play guitar for that and we're gonna we have some songs that we can collaborate on and you know but like you need Lauren and Angela and oh my god I was like <laughs> that's so cool and then you know like you know he just pulls people from other bands and places because he's I mean I just love that musicians that have their eye on other musicians to see like when it might be time to make this super group you know yeah. or this time to like collaborate and and you know I love that music here does seem to be collaborative. I feel like other musicians are always lifting other musicians up. Yes. Supporting each other. You know, like if you go to a Tomar show, if you go to a Cherie Smith show, you know, you're going to see other musicians in the audience. Mm -hmm. You know, you're going to see them like get up on stage and sing a song with them. And, you know, it's just like so cool. I mean, not always, but, you know, it's, it's like, there's definitely that aspect of it that I just love. And I mean, I feel that that's true about most creative endeavors in this city. Yeah. You know, I feel like we, we're very supportive. I mean, like we're in the Austin Food Bloggers Alliance. So our whole thing is like to lift each other up, to support each other, nice. you know. And I, I love that. I love that about Austin. I feel like that allows more creativity to take place here and allows more people to believe mm-hmm. that if they can only launch their creative journey, be it writing, music, you know, um, making cupcakes or whatever, that, you know, the, the city is going to respond, show up, embrace that, you know. Yes. And, People who maybe, you know, way ahead of you in the game are gonna be like, hey, you know, come along. What can we do to support you? Let's you know, let's bring it in. You need you wanna talk to me about it, let's talk about it. You wanna have you know, or mm-hmm. you know, or hey, you wanna come be on my podcast? Or you know what I mean? It's yeah. like it's fantastic.
0: Always come on the podcast. Always come on the podcast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I I think even I'll see that with touring bands. When they come through Austin, it's yeah. like that's a better not a better show, but kind of a better show. Yeah. Like it's more, <laughs> they just can sense that sort of collaborative, Yeah, like you're welcome here sort of mm-hmm. feeling. And I, I mean, anytime I've seen a band in Austin that I have either previously seen or I see them somewhere else, I always think the Austin show was better.
1: Amazing. Which is yeah. Great. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and again, it is like, yeah, people here just get it. I think, you know,
0: they do. I just choked on my, uh, my party pickle. <laughs> big swig
1: that is, that is a water a previous, by the way <laughs> yes it's a
0: water it's a fun and tangy curiously tasty party pickle not I mean, even getting paid by them but did get some to try so thank you, you, are you big swig by them? no 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 i'm not but uh maybe together we can do money. enough yeah <laughs> we'll do enough product placement we'll yell out some stuff yeah i wrote an article
1: uh, and included them and include a big swig
0: there you go was the article sparkling water themed it was on like
1: <laughs> was it 13 it was like yeah it was a canned it basically it's like non-alcoholic drinks that you can take like to the lake to on the green belt nice yeah all that so you know waterloo Greenbelt <laughs> kombucha big swig richard's rainwater and, you know, cold brew coffees, Kohana, hybrid. So I should many. have read
0: that before I went floating. I mean, although all on, those mother. drinks were provided by other folks. So there you go. <laughs> I'm just, yeah. I'll just reach in and grab whatever's there. <laughs> and it was magical.
1: Yeah, no, that was a really fun one to write. I had uh, met this mother and daughter,
0: mm-hmm.
1: Andrew and Jada, uh, last summer when I was researching my San Marcos article, and we did stand up. Paddleboarding glow in the dark at night.
0: Oh. Yeah. Sounds exciting but possibly dangerous for me. I'd fall.
1: (laughs) Oh I was I sat the whole way. I mean I'd fall in the day too. So yeah. I sat the whole way. You can stand (laughs) in most of that river. It's all good. That's fair. But yeah, I mean it's really clear water, so you can see but it was and so they were from uh Payne, Louisiana. And, you know, near Lafayette, little small town in there. Just so sweet. And she was like, you know, Jade was real interested and she was she just graduated high school now, so at the time she was going into her senior year and they're like, she's real interested in this kind of thing and stuff. So she actually came as like, uh, and shadowed me like, you know, like like almost like a little intern for like four or five days. So we went around and did the photo shoot together in Zilker park and we did the, um, Latino moonlight serenade where we, you know, got in a canoe and you go and you there's yeah. like a floating barge down in uh, town lake and hear the music and so we took some photos there and Aww. it was so fun yeah <laughs> yeah so and but you know it just had to be non-glass containers that you can take with you to the green or and so yeah so it was fun and yeah we did a bunch together but that was just great like this great friendship so again like you know all my gratitude, you know, all of these people that the astronaut has brought into my life, all of these great things that I've gotten to do and have, you know, been able to pursue and say, hey, I'm really interested in this and, you know, tell me more. And, you know, I just love it. Like meeting all of these people in town that have these dreams and visions and they're working towards that and they're so passionate and they're so lit up about it. And they just, yeah, that's, yeah. it's inspiring. I'm constantly inspired.
0: And that, I think that segues nicely into our top three now top you get three. to you get to share. Yeah. With well I you you do that when you write anyway. But you now <laughs> live podcast form you get to share. Dun, dun, dun.
1: 3
0: your top 3 yes. hidden gems right throughout Austin.
1: Okay, that I haven't shared yet. Yes, yes. yes. I feel like I've been I know. We've in we've Austin. dabbled on this a little bit. With 3 I know. three
0: you haven't mentioned that yeah. maybe maybe aren't as popular but are well worth checking out.
1: Yeah. Uh well let
0: me turn my phone off, too, before you
1: answer. <laughs> One of my favorites is, and I don't know how hidden it is, but it feels a little hidden since is Lester Pearl East. And that's, that's. Mm. I, I mean, I do I, I do some work with them, so I'm just being like fully, but honestly, like that's my little hideaway. Like I like to have my birthday parties there. They moved the old Lester house from Rainy and built a bar around it. And all of, like the Spray TX artists have painted like these gigantic murals on every sort of outside wall. And it's just really cool. And uh, they're so nice there. And then,
0: I have <coughs> I have a story from Lester Pearl East. It was a time, that lots of people. Good. It was actually after an Austin Sports and Social on okay. I, a flag football. It was Halloween, so everyone was dressed up and just there were there were some shenanigans. That's all. That's all <laughs> I'll say. I was actually probably the most sober person there. Good job. And I was still feeling yeah, feeling fine. So feeling fine. good job everyone else.
1: <laughs> <laughs> good job everyone else. Yeah. Um, my car's and they've got a, a free parking lot, so my car's definitely spent the night there more than once. <laughs> it's that's rare. That's, that's rare to rare. find, yeah. I know. <laughs> I know. And the other one, I mean, I guess hidden. See the hidden parts. <laughs> the hard part, you know. I mean, I think some of these are hidden in plain sight. I mean I again like Seaboys I've already talked about it, but you know, people I think went there years ago and it's just it's really kind of changed and grown and come into its own and there's live music every night of the week. And like Love that's what it. chicken chip bingo is on Sundays now most of the time and um, yeah and it's just really fun like uh, just to see the programming and see the place the space and and it's just great you know it's still not overly packed you know it's not insane but it gets a good crowd and great musicians and a uh, third I don't know <laughs> should I do food should I do um, do whatever feels right I know whatever feels right. <laughs> oh. Let's see. Uh, Yeah. I mean, I'm thinking, I can't think of a third. I'm like, my brain, my brain broke. (laughs) Oh, I'd say the third is maybe the One Page Salon. Oh. That literary event, you know, by Owen Edgerton is the host. And, you know, he's like kind of one of our top writers in town, you know, sure. he's published novels and written movies and he's one of the founders, I think, of Master Pancake mm-hmm. Theater at the Alamo Duft House and I just wrote about them. Yeah. Yes, yes. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Good. Yeah. And so, you know, one page sun, on. it's like he gets writers from all ilk and they write one page read one page of a work in progress. So it's kind of a nice sounding board if you're a writer to say, oh, yeah. do they laugh when they're supposed to? Do they <laughs> cry when they're supposed to? <laughs> you know? Do they throw batteries tongue? during yeah. the prompt? Yeah. <laughs> exactly. So yes, yeah. so, I mean, I think that's a really great literary gym and it's free and it's at One Page Salon. I mean, it's at North Door, which is a super cool place, by the way. Yeah, They've got programming almost every night of the week. Like, it's insane. Like, their programming is... So dynamic, so hyperactive. Like they just yeah, have nuts. so much going on. It's nuts, but it's so impressive. You know, yeah. it's so impressive. We are able to just keep it straight. And, you know, they've got like Nerd Night and they've got Astronomy on Tap, One Page Salon. You know, sometimes they've got music and they've got, they're just like, they got it going on.
0: They know what's up. They know what's North up. North Door. Yes, that does sound One Page Salon. It does sound wonderful.
1: Yeah. Yeah. C- come out next month. I'll be reading I will. <laughs>
0: November 9th, you said?
1: November. I don't know. What's the first Tuesday in November? I would have to look that up. So
0: I'm trying to November do quick 9th, math. Yeah.
1: November 9th is a surreal C I am. Okay. With, that's that's yes, yes. Which is awesome. Uh, let's see.
0: November. I'm going to guess November November's 5th. We're just no. making that up. Just yeah, that that's my guess. My guess.
1: <gasps> You're right! Boom. Oh my gosh, 11-5. November 5th, North Door. That math wasn't that hard. <laughs> <Come> but <laughs> see me read a story. <laughs> I was not confident about it. It will not be about Austin for it, Oh yes, <laughs>
0: it'll mix it up. That, it'll
1: be a travel story.
0: That reminds me a little bit um, of an event that I did soon after I moved here. Uh, Bob Mackala, who's a former cab driver, so he's got lots of great stories as well. Oh, he's for sure. He uh, sort of came up with this thing in... I believe he was living in New York at the time and then lived in Austin for a few years. And so I heard about this and went out and scoped it out. It was very fun.
1: Yeah. Uh,
0: Barstool Poetry, which we should get a group and make this happen again. But essentially, you have a napkin. You write the title of a poem, put it in a bowl. Someone else comes up, grabs it, writes a poem based off the title. Thanks. And then puts it in a third one, and then it gets read. Like they'll pick Very out a couple cool. to, like a third person can read it. And it was just like such a, yeah, such a fun little like social event. That's we fun. do it at Violet Crown Social Club, which yeah. is always, always a nice little.
1: That's a good little hang. Spot. Yeah. yeah, and so yeah, super that easy. Sounds fun. Yeah, let's anyone do it. can
0: write four lines. It's easy.
1: Anyone can write four yeah. lines, and it's. I mean, it's fun. I like that. Yeah, I like the sharing. That sounds like stuff I would do with my adult English. Yes. Yes. English students, you know. <laughs> Right. Because it's like kind of like get them to participate and collaborate and then like it's not all on one person's shoulder. You know, you're kind of sharing the load. and Exactly. So yeah. yeah. Do stuff like that. It's very, it's, it's very collaborative.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Love it. Love it. Well, love it. you're almost off the hook. But uh, where can people <laughs> if they want to either read your work, holler? Learn more about you. What? Where can they go?
1: Okay. Well, obviously, I'm at I'm on the Austinot right. Uh, That's a u s t i n o t dot com. JoJo Austin is my Instagram, and I'm pretty pretty active on Instagram. I'd say. Yeah. And uh, pop up quite a bit. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And I need to uh, update my blog. Eat like blogger, drink like poet. Um, I I write for some other publications around town. I write for the Com Park Riverside RV Park blog in San Marcos, which is all about stuff to do in San Marcos so like it again it's really close by there's a lot to do <laughs> it's cool and uh you know I've, I've written for founding Austin magazine I've written for Austin woman magazine that was a while ago though and Tribesa magazine so magazines, blogs but all of those, good mix say, good, mix, of stuff. good yeah. mix good mix yeah and uh obviously my studio 512 every other month I'm on there but we always post those on the Austin and I'll I'll post it on my Instagram too. So sounds good. How far
0: in advance do you I uh, get the topic?
1: I choose my own topics. Oh, even
0: better. <laughs> yeah, I know.
1: Well, I it's like I have this like, for some people that's the challenging part is coming up with a, a topic or forming it. You know, like they have an idea but to formulate. But for me that's like kind of. I have too many ideas, like I've got this list that's like super-duper-duper duper long, and then my editor says, oh, yes, you know, yay or nay, or how about we take this idea but expand it this way or, you know, or, or focus on this one part of it and stuff like that. And then obviously we have some people who come to us too, and if I'm really interested, like I've done a, a, several things with the Aid Services of Austin, you know, the Dining Out for Life I love, so that's like 60 local restaurants. It goes to, you know, even though Aid Services is like in, in Dining Out for Life is kind of a national concept. It is like 60 or more local restaurants. It is, you know, the, all of the services do go to, you know, people at high risk or people in the community of Austin. And so those types of things, like I if if I can do something for them, I'd like to. And we do, yeah, like I, I love doing nonprofits. So I've written about Texas Advocacy Project and the Hell Yes Project at ABGB, which is incredible, like absolutely I love ABD. <laughs> you know, they're just yes. doing everything right, they're so good, and uh, yeah, so, you know, things like that, and sometimes it will be like, oh, okay, you know, we just open this place, can you send someone out, and, you know, if it's, it just kind of depends if, if we've got time in the schedule or something, we might be like, you might be able to go, but mainly just for social, or, you know, or can we write a full article, mm-hmm. yes, and, you know, so that's, but yeah, really, like, we, we do come up, and so, Ideally, you know, like a month ahead or two weeks ahead or something. I mean, we all kind of start talking about it. Cause I'll be like, oh, here are like five ideas I had, and then, but then you know, this should be coming out. Like with the the surreal sea last year, I did a, I went and did kind of a preview, uh, on the Asana like Instagram stories and in, in our on our feed and just kind of like tell tell people, hey, this really cool thing is happening, and you know, kind of went behind the scenes when they're building it, like this gigantic like three times the size of this room like Kraken with like moving arms and like moving wow. head and it's got like neon on the arms and it's like this big platform you can walk behind it it's so cool really like their stuff is just so cool and like massive scale and just so neat and uh And then so they invited me to go. So I went with my cousin and then kind of did stories from the place so that people could really see what it's about. And so this year they kind of reached out and said, hey, you know, well, it's about that time. Do you want to think about doing an article? So I was like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. (laughs) I'm going to go to your party. That was cool.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yes, please. I would like more partying. Well, Jolene, you're officially off the hook. Thanks, Joey. Thanks so much for for having me. Absolutely. And of course, to play us out, How do you make a tissue dance? Put a little boogie in it. Get after it today, (laughs)
1: people.